0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is uh, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Um... We have uh, another uh, interview for you guys today uh, with uh, uh, Morty Shalman. Morty is uh, – I've been reading over his bio. He and I were talking before we started the podcast. He, I, this man has so many things going on, I don't know when he has time to breathe. Um, so <laughs> he's wide uh, he's got like a wide range of interests and does a lot of very cool stuff seems like he's writing constantly, so we're a really uh, interesting uh, person. We're really excited to meet him and have him on the show today. Before we get started with that, though, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community, and business directory. Uh, it's a great place to get a lot of information on a wide variety of topics. There's a lot of experts that <clears throat> uh, post... Um, audio and video on uh, uh, stuff from cardiological health to uh, longevity to how to uh, write and uh, uh, promote a book. All kinds of stuff on there, and um, it's a really uh, very cool place. There's coupons to find businesses, there's all kinds of great stuff on there. Um, they've been a, a sponsor of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus for a couple of years now, and um, we really uh, thank them because they're interested in getting out this uh, music that is not being. Uh, serviced by corporate media. So hats off to Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, PPLMag.com. You are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is Ludini Rock and Roll uh, Check there often for uh, more interviews. There's a mailing list you can get on there to to be uh, notified every time we have a, something new going on. Uh, that is Ludini Rock and Roll Now, <clears throat> as I was saying, um, is known for his innovative mashups of pop music and pulp fiction. Morty Shalman has been writing and performing original songs since the age of 12, wrote his first novella, uh, To Exist With the Night, while still in high school. Morty is a Phi Kappa graduate of the University of Chicago where he studied creative writing with renowned novelist Richard Stern. And he's an L.A. guy now, living it up in the, uh, in the sunshine down there in California. Morty, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Lou. Thank you so much for having me on your show, man. I really appreciate it. No problem. It's good to
0: talk to you. Um, Thank you. So you, so it's so you started. How did how, how do you start writing songs at twelve? Is you like is, it, is it, do you have, are you from a musical family? Like how did you give, How did you get started in uh, with uh, the, the, the creative arts, so to speak, so young?
1: Well, you know, it, I was uh, really privileged that my, that my uh, parents did expose me to music from a very young age. Um, my mom was a, was a singer and, you know, pia- piano player when she was young. Of course, uh, she kind of uh, got married at 19 and didn't really, wasn't really able to pursue that, except maybe through her kids. But um, yeah, when I was a kid, you know, and my parents got me guitar lessons when I was really young, and it seemed like uh, as soon as I got a hold of a guitar and learned a few chords, I just wanted to write my own songs. You know, I just... I just the I, you know I know I I enjoyed learning other people's and learning covers. You know you got the music books from uh, you know the chord books from the from the music stores and stuff. But I really just started writing my own stuff right away. I don't I don't know exactly why, but it was just something that really really drove me, and I've just kind of just been doing it my whole life.
0: Um, now you don't just put pen to paper for music either. Um, mm-hmm. You're a novelist. Right. And so you That's write your great. first novel. what were you doing in school? I mean, dude, like weren't you like <laughs> hanging out with girls and like do I mean like you must have been like completely like sequestered in your room or something.
1: No, I managed to have a I managed to have a good time, you know. I okay, to get out good. there and I grew up in a small town called Rock Island, Illinois, which is um kind of a big small town. There's maybe fifty thousand people there and it's in a okay. community of several other cities, but they're really, you know, other than your high school and, you know, messing around after after school and doing, you know, getting into trouble. Um, you know, I just love to read and just love to write. And I just kind of wanted to just, I did spend a lot of time holed up in the basement of my parents' house and just, you know, knocking out, knocking out like my first novel and, and writing songs. Um, it was interesting at a certain point, probably in um, in college, I kind of had to, to decide, you know, writing is pretty solitary, you know, I'm going to be sitting at my desk a lot, you know. Writing songs is kind of more fun. You get out there and play live and stuff. So I kind of, you know, my initial uh, uh, move was to kind of focus more on the songwriting. But eventually, you know, writing, you know, my dreams of being a novelist and and other forms of prose writing, you know, have have always kind of come back around, so.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about... um... Like who, because like, you, you, every writer, and it's very true. If, if those of you out there who or aren't familiar with, almost every person who's who's a novelist, a writer, uh, mm-hmm. like, likes to read. You know, they like they like books. You know, sure, um, that's, that's very very true. So, what kind of what inspired you um, on with your writing on the on the on the reading? What were you reading uh, in, in in the early part of your uh, career? I think I
1: read probably this might sound funny, but I think I read every James Bond novel. That okay. was every every book by Ian Fleming. I think I I I just got a hold of them and started you know reading them like in chronological order. So I guess old pulpy spy books kind of were my first inspiration, and then I kind of started you know moving into you know classic American literature like you know The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I really love reading, um, you know, Catcher in the Rye and that kind of stuff. You know, stuff coming of age stuff. And um, I'm a big fan of Kurt Vonnegut, um, mm-hmm. and you know, modern, you know, modern writers as well, but more modern. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was reading as a kid, and so kind of got me into, uh, you know, wanting to put pen to paper.
0: What is uh, what genre, if you don't mind me asking, um, if you can classify it? is uh, to exist with the night
1: I would say to to exist with the night is a very young <laughs> very useful attempt at a first book it's very um stream of consciousness it's very lyrical mm-hmm. in a sense um it was really me kind of just playing around with the whole idea of what what writing is and so it would go it would go from you know Parts that are more prose to actually just go off into crazy poetic tangents. So, um, and I had absolutely no idea what the story was as I was writing it. I was sitting. I didn't okay. realize that. I I learned later that you. It's nice to kind of have an idea of where you're going. <laughs> right. General. Generally speaking. But uh, but that was that was something where it's really just kind of me learning by doing. You know, just sitting down. I read all. You know, read all this stuff. We're always exposed to all this stuff as kids, but. I just i'm going to sit down and just start writing and see what the heck comes out you know um and it was it was really fun you know it was uh something i'm you know I look back on and say that I was definitely broke the, broke the ground for what i've been doing um oh, later yeah. on, you know yeah mm-hmm.
0: of course of course um sure so let's talk let's talk a little bit about your uh your career you you leave- sure. uh your little, your small town and you and you and you you move to california um well well actually, and what, what, what Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Jump in. in between.
1: In between that. In between that. I, I, I grew up in a small town, but I did go to college in Chicago, and okay. you know lived there for a few years. And then I had you know a couple bands in Chicago, that were fun. You know, more kind of you know modern rock. You know, kind of stuff. And um, and I had an amazing band um called Minds uh, of AIDS. and it was you know we we did some pretty cool stuff. People people used to describe us as. Elvis Costello backed up by Jimi Hendrix and the experience <laughs> so, Oh, nice. and it was pretty cool. So, um, but basically, you know, just, it was a situation where, you know, that, you know, I mean, you've, I'm sure you've interviewed tons of musicians and as a musician yourself, you know, it just, at a certain point, you know, a project kind of runs its course and I, I kind of felt like I had this, um, Rolls Royce parked in my, in my driveway that, uh, nobody wanted to take out for a spin <laughs> everybody okay. everybody was kind of stuck in their lives you know and i'm like man we got this rolls royce let's go drive it but uh that wasn't that wasn't in the cards at that point and so that's when i made the decision to move out to los angeles and prior to that most of my family had moved out here already so okay. um i wasn't you know i was lucky and then i wasn't just kind of landing um, yeah com- completely on my own I, I was able to crash in my in my parents house for <laughs> For the first year when I moved out of here and kind of get my bearings and get my stuff to get yeah to act together yeah so so then I made it to Los Angeles and then I've just been uh, you know doing my thing as a solo artist out here
0: um, okay and yeah. uh, you've been you worked with some cool people here you're working uh you've teamed up with Jeff Blue and Steve Drescher. now tell us a little about Jeff Blue and Steve Drescher, how you met them and then we're gonna go ahead and uh, play your tune here but tell us a little bit oh, about those
1: guys what's going on
0: fantastic.
1: Back. Well, um, my previous EP was uh, called Halo. I uh, released that in uh, 2013, and I had basically done everything on that. I would just kind of hold up, and I, I basically, you know, played every instrument, re, you know, produced it, recorded it in my little home studio, did everything but do the final mixes. And I, that was a great experience. I learned a lot, but I really wanted for my next project to kind of really kind of stretch, stretch out a little bit kind of step more into the position because one thing it's um it is tricky especially for me on vocals to produce my own stuff um you know you really great to have someone else who's listening and helping you pull out those great performances so um you know i was looking around for people to work with and i found this website called music x-ray um which is a pretty interesting website it's one of these industry websites where you you know it, it has a lot of opportunities and it tries to hook you up with people and I'd uh, give it a shot. And through that I kinda of, I met uh, this guy Jeff Blue, who is, you know, just a you know, some, somewhat legendary LA music guy. He he uh discovered uh Lincoln Park and has worked with artists like Nacy Gray and you know, a bunch of bunch of different artists. And since so there has been an A and R guy, a publishing guy and a producer. Right now he, he basically produces and writes songs. So um you know, we we got together, decided to work together. He brought in Steve, who's kind of a studio whiz kind of guy. And um, it was a really interesting experience. Um, we basically got together in a room and knocked out a song. We just, uh, we sat and listened to a bunch of stuff I'd done before. And they kind of picked a couple things, you know, especially from uh, the Halo EP, that they really liked the direction. Like, hey, we really love the sound of your voice there. We kind of really like what you're doing there. Let's kind of build on that. So uh, in that case, it was a song called uh, Not Too Late from from Halo that kind of became the seeds of the direction for She's Breaking Bad. So, yeah, basically, we, we knocked out the tune together, and then I came in and just sang my butt off for, like, eight hours. <laughs> just <laughs> Do did. it again. I'm doing, do it again.
0: Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. So do that again. Exactly. So do that again. <laughs>
1: You know, plus I did – you know, you'll, when you hear the track, you know, there's a ton of background vocals. I'm doing all the background vocals. So yeah. there's, like, layers upon layers. And it's super fun. I like to do it. You try different voices and, you know, try I guess try to sound like – not like chicks in the background necessarily, although I could do that. But, but just, you know, just to give it a sound, you know. And um, so it was a lot of work. And then those guys just – I think they just, you know mm-hmm. – did a great job, you know, producing and arranging it, you know. And this one, I was more the singer, co-writer, obviously, but the singer and the songwriter. But these guys kind of produced it and did the instruments, and it was a really great experience for me. I really think they pulled a vocal thing out of me that I really, you know, it's just something I'm really proud of and, you know, kind of hope to build on that. So it was great.
0: that's That's what a great producer or producing team can do for an artist, is they can find that thing that you don't see. You know, and they can, mm-hmm. oh, no, that's it right there. And now well, let's pull that out. Let's let's expose that. You don't even realize exactly. it. And um, everybody talks exactly. about it. The good producer says that. That's just like a really powerful experience. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about it. So let's go ahead and listen to it. This, guys, this is a really cool um, jam. And the vocals are absolutely stunning. You're going to love it. This is She's Breaking Bad by Morty Shaman. Uh, check it out. Okay, um, very cool song. Kind of a, um, uh, like, throwback to, like, Johnny Hates Jazz or one of those, those sort of, like, 80s kind of pop.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, for you know, sure. Super
0: catchy, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's a blast. I love
1: 80s. I mean, who doesn't love 80s, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, uh, it's funny, I just watched this. Um, I don't know if you guys are. it into that show Black Mirror, if you guys have watched that on Netflix.
0: Oh, yeah, I know what it is. It's it's
1: a really cool show, and I just watched this one episode. I won't give it away, but it it takes – they must have licensed, like, every eighty song for this one episode. It was amazing. had to do with kind of time travel and stuff like that. But anyway, but it's just – there's such great – there were so many great songs happening then, and and plus it had, you know, the mix of dance music and pop music and punk and – I just all those things have really inspired me, and it just it's I'm really uh, it's it's really fun how that stuff kind of creeped its way into *She's Breaking Bad*. So I, it's it's a it's a really fun fun tune for me as well to check out. So
0: are are you playing live at all?
1: I am. I'm getting ready. I'm just putting the, all that stuff together. Um, I do. I you know I do play live most mostly in Los Angeles, and I'm but I am planning to go out in support of of the EP, which is coming up, uh, to, you know, the she's breaking bad is the lead single from an EP called pop fiction, which is going to be coming out here in about a month or so. And I do definitely plan to tour on that. I'm, I'm going to kick it off uh, with a really cool show in Los Angeles in mid May. And then I hope to go out for, you know, a couple regional tours this summer, hit the East coast, hit the Midwest and then hit the West coast and kind of three separate little jaunts. So, um, most likely gonna be me just solo my my guitar, you know, going out. But it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It, if in LA, I'll do I'll do full band shows. Um, but just you know, for you know, financial reasons,
0: <laughs> it's hard right. to take oh, a whole no, band no, no. out. The and, yeah, very exactly. Expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 So, um, and then uh, I, hopefully, you so, know, it'll turn into something where I can take take the band to New York and stuff like that. So yeah, it'll be it'll be really fun. I love playing solo acoustic, and like I say, to me. A, a song, really, if I can pull off a song solo acoustic, I know it's a good song. I mean, you can produce the heck out of it and do lots of different things with it, but it's got to stand up on its own, you know.
0: So, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, now the the new EP is coming out very soon. of Pop fiction. Um, now, yes. did you work with Jeff and Steve on the whole record? Uh, no, actually, I
1: work well. Uh, kind of. Um, two okay. of the songs are were the same process as *She's Breaking Bad*. *She's Breaking Bad*. And there's another uh, really fun song called Young and Stupid, which was part of that same process where we all kind of worked together. Uh, The other two songs are stuff that I basically put together in my studio, but then I I worked with uh, Steve um, in particular to to mix the stuff. So it is, you know, it's all going to have kind of a coherent sound. But um, once again, I decided to do something with kind of a narrative structure to the songs. So I kind of, I picked songs that kind of all fit together in kind of a cool story. So, um, yeah, so two of the songs are, you know, uh, Shalman dresser blue and the other ones are Shalman, uh, songs that I've, you know, like I say, I've worked with, with Steve dresser to mix. So it's gonna, I'm really excited with the way it's turning out. I just getting the, getting the mixes to the last song, uh, next week and then we'll put the whole package together.
0: Um, how do you like, how do you do that? Like, um, because a lot of a lot of artists have a hard time letting go and letting somebody else do stuff like mix. I mean, mm-hmm. mastering is one thing, you know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to sure. sit down and try to do that in their home studio. Um, although, you know, some people, you know, have some luck with that. But but mixing, you know, I mean... Right. How, what, how do you find somebody that you go, like, I know they're going to, like, bring back something that's close to the vision that I have for them? I mean, how, how do you... How do you negotiate that?
1: Well, you know, basically what I try and do, it doesn't always work like this, but what I try and do is have my arrangements worked out. So
0: mm-hmm. I
1: basically get get the parts. Um, this, it, You know, it works two different ways. Like if I'm doing the whole thing, you know, like recording my vocals, doing all that, you know, I just try to make sure I get really good recordings, nice, clean mm-hmm. recordings, and then I have the arrangements worked out. So then I can kind of, and it's really, to me, it's, it's kind of a division of labor type thing. It's like, I want to pick a guy to mix it who's a brilliant engineer who knows all those things about frequencies and gear. And it's just the kind of stuff that's like a whole other career that, you know, we all dabble in when we record ourselves at home as musicians, but it's really, there are people who, that's what they do, you know? <laughs> They're like, yeah. studied acoustics or engineering at school. And so it's, it's really like just, hey, you know, if, um, you know, and and then sometimes those guys bring great creative ideas as well, just even if they're not necessarily musical producers. But, um, but yeah, so it's for, for me, it's it's kind of like if I have my creative arrangement worked out, and then I give them these nice clean tracks, then they can just work on it in a sonic way and just make it sound like like what we're all used to hearing. You know, I yeah. If we're you know basically even as independent artists, you know, you know you're out there competing with stuff that maybe someone spent a hundred grand on a song, you know. So you want to really try and, um, you know, and especially, especially today with technology, you can totally make that happen. But, but for me, it's about, you know, picking good people and, and letting go on that side. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't begin to tell a really great mix engineer exactly what bass frequency you should pull out to, to get it <laughs> of course, to work right, in a kick job. You know, that's, that's their thing, you know, and, and, I, and I'm always happy when I have someone else mix my stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, and and what what's, what's the process? How do you find the right person?
1: Um, well, in this case, you know, for this record, I I kind of lucked out because I'd already found Steve through through Jeff. So um, we did you know those two songs together, and the other two, I just hey, I've got these other tracks that I. But it's a Steve is
0: Steve's the mixing engineer on this. He's I the mixing you.
1: guy right now. Yes. And um, but since he's also a producer, it's kind of a double whammy kind of thing. So he's he's a great guy to work with. Um, previously, I just you know being in Los Angeles in particular I mean there's just you know you just meet people there's tons you know you can make a couple phone calls if you don't know anybody and then it's really just a question of listening to, to what they do and feeling comfortable hey this this guy understands my sound um, and I've you know got a couple of other go-to guys in you know in LA you know a guy named Carter Humphrey who's awesome you know I can just send him stuff and he just turns it around and it just sounds great you know and then are you are just
0: are you programming mm-hmm. the drums, or are you or are you playing live drums?
1: Um, I don't play drums. That's the one instrument um, I don't play. Like on, on, on um, Love's Oblivion, I programmed all the stuff. Or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. on, uh, on Halo, I programmed all the drums. On the EP, She's Breaking Bad is all programmed drums, which kind of gives it that 80s feel, which is super cool. Yeah. So um, uh, let's see. Two of the songs on... On the new EP, though, we'll have a mix of program drums and live drums that were, you know, played by a drummer, so recorded at a studio. So it's really kind of a creative choice of, like, what works best for the song. So um, two of the songs have program drums. Two of the songs have a mix. You know, I love playing, putting loops down, like, laying. I might write a song and lay down a loop and then say, well, you know, the chorus really could use some banging drums. So then I'll go make that happen and, you know, hire somebody and do it in a studio. So,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about it because I want to talk about this before we uh, wrap up. Um, sure. Because you have something. You did something really, really cool, and I, and I don't even know exactly how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of novel, music. What is this? What, what is this thing that you did? Uh, Catching the Rye meets the Beatles. Yeah. Tell us about this, and then I want to know what's on the horizon in terms of your uh, your, no- your novel career. Not okay, your novel sure. not your novel not your novel not your novel career your novel career <laughs> uh, right on
1: right on well um 2010 i i put out a what i claim and what i believe is the world's first novel with songs and um basically what it is like like you know as we talked about like my whole life i've been a songwriter i i like to write prose and stories and books and so <clears> i'm kind of i wanted to i just kind of was starting to write just a straight novel, kind of an artistic coming of age story. And so I'm knocking it out. I'm working on it. And I always kind of have my guitar next to me by my desk. Just I would write and just kind of relax. I'd grab my guitar. And then I started realizing that, you know, there's points in the in the story where the, where the, the character is writing a song. So why don't I write oh. a song to have him play in the story, you know? So I'd write the song and that kind of fits. And the lyrics, you know, it's, it's almost like something that could definitely lead toward being a musical. So that's maybe part Uh, of the next conversation, but, but anyway, so I started writing this book and it, so it's a full literary novel. And once I kind of got that idea to kind of put songs in the, in the story, I kind of just went crazy. Like, Oh wow. The guy's dreaming and he's hearing a song in his head or, or he's at a bar playing live and here's the songs he's playing at the bar. There's stuff going on at a strip club, you know, and this is what the girls are stripping to. So, um, you know, I just kind of started playing with it. So it, I, I used the songs in kind of, a, you know, in different ways, but they became a part of the thing. So uh, the original, when I first put it out, um, I put it out as an ebook with links to the song. So it's actually up on, you know, iBookstore. You can download it. And there are links to stream the songs actually from the book. Um, unfortunately, the technology is not the greatest, because I don't know if you ever have an iPad or something, and you're like, if, if you're reading a book, uh, you know, and there's a link, it kind of takes you out of the, the program right. and takes you to the internet yeah. to hear the song. So it's not the best thing. So um, I have it up, oh, I have a website, it's called com. and so you can actually download the novel there and you can stream all the songs that are in the book from the website. But my next, but, but the next version of that, kind of the 2.0, is to do what's called an enhanced ebook, book where um, you'll download you know, it might have to be from my website because I don't know if, if the other retailers will let you let me distribute it. You know, unless well, I'm working on that. I'm negotiating with, with them right now to let me do it. But basically, you'll download one file. You know, you'll open it up with any ebook reading program. Read it, you can read it on, you know, your laptop or your phone. And when you click on the link, the, the MP3 of the song that happens in the story is right there. So you can listen while you read. You can, I mean, that's really the experience I want people to have. And so okay. um, that's next on the agenda to put that out. I've already got the first uh, part of it. It's gonna, I'm going to separate it into three parts because the file with the songs is so big, it's kind of clumsy to, for people to download. So I'll be able to, you'll, people will be able to download it in three parts, and you'll download, you know, kind of, I guess, the equivalent of, of a 200-page novel with 12 songs. That part of it, so you can, and, and so each, um it's going to be fun. So my next project after Pop Fiction is to kind of work on that and put that out, and we'll see what kind of marketing opportunities, um, you know. I don't know if I'll tour behind that, or maybe put together uh, some sort of a, of a stage show or musical,
0: you know, you know like a it's, multimedia type thing you could do with that. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's so. very
0: cool. Yeah, thank you. That's thank that's you. really exciting. I love when people are taking, you know different um, mediums and bringing them together and creating a sort of uh, uh, multi-dimensional sort of experience for, for the listener slash reader slash viewer. Um, so very cool, man. I, I wanted to make Thank sure. Thank you, man. And it's called La- last of the Zacharies. Yes. Last of the Zachary's. And
1: okay. um, there's, you know, you can like, there's links to it. If you go to the works section, my website's morty.org, M O R T Y dot O R G and you can you can get to it from there i've got all my music up there and, and links to, to that project as well and then um, but it has its own website to lastofthezacharies.com. and uh, yeah so i have a little little offer for people if i can squeeze that in before we go i just sure. um, get it. i've got, That's what I've more, got you, the, you, that
0: was a perfect segue my friend so jump right in <laughs>
1: thank you man
0: yeah i've got uh, you know there's a there's an
1: email sign up link on my website morty.org and if you go there and you give and you are so kind as to give me your email, I will give you a free copy of She's Breaking Bad, a free MP3 download. So it all happens automatically. You know, you put in your in- info, and then um, you'll get a thank you email and with a link to download the song. And I just you know would hope you know people take advantage of that and check out the song and and uh, then keep, stay tuned for for the EP, which is coming soon.
0: Excellent. Anything you'd like to add before we get out of here today, Morty? Uh, you know, nothing just other than,
1: you know, just I really appreciate you taking the time with me. And it's really a great experience. And please, you know, whoever happens to be hearing this, feel free to reach out to me on my website, drop me a note, you know,
0: check out my stuff. And
1: I'd love to hear with you and hear from you. And and uh, like I say, it's been great, man. I really appreciate it.
0: Great. It's great having you. Nice to meet you, man. Hang on a second. We need to do a little business after we, uh, we wrap up the podcast. Do you got a couple of uh, minutes there?
1: I sure do, Lou. Thanks. All right. Excellent. Okay.
0: Hey, guys, you've uh-huh. been listening to my talk with Morty uh, Shalman, and his website is morty.org, M-O-R-T-Y dot O-R-G. And I should also mention that, that you can find Morty on Facebook, uh, Facebook uh, backslash uh, Morty Shalman uh, 2. And Shalman is S-H-A-L-L-M-A-N. And if you're following along on the Internet, all the notes and everything are there and links, and you can just hit it up. We we publish all that uh, to help the artists out so that uh, people can get directly to their material. Um is a very cool dude, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. You'll see. We'll put his bio up, too, because we probably got to maybe a third of everything he has going on uh, today on the podcast. So you definitely want to check him out. Uh she's breaking bad. It's just a, just a total joy uh, to listen to and I really uh, hope you guys uh, take Mo- uh, Morty up on his offer on his website, that is Morty dot org. Guys, you can listen to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com. And one more shout out to my sponsor, um, the absolutely wonderful, positively Pittsburgh live magazine, PPLMag.com, who has uh, been a uh, just a long Time and long-suffering sponsor of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, uh, so we are really happy uh, to have them on our side, guys. Thanks so much for listening. One more time, that is Morty dot org uh, for all the goodies there on uh, Morty Shalman. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. My name is Lou Lombardi, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Okay, Morty, um, you want hey, that a couple a blast, of things? You want to Thank go you. ahead. Oh no problem. You want to just grab my email address real quick and then send me sure. the uh, MP3. It makes it a little easier for easier for us. Will do. Will do, man. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. It's Lou. That's my like my first name. L O U. Okay. At at music dot com.
1: So L O U L O M B A R D I
0: B I. Yep, just like the football trophy guy Lombardi. Got it.
1: Lou Lombardi. Lou Lombardi
0: music.
1: Lou at LouLombardi.com.
0: Got it. No, Lou at LouLombardiMusic.com. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Got it.
1: You got it? I got it, man. So just, cool.
0: No, yeah, so just throw that over to me. And if we could, I would like to record a tag. I'd like to re, uh, have you say, uh, this is Morty Shalman, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Can you do that for me? Sure. Okay, I'll count you in. From five, two and one, we'll be silent. Here we go. Five, four, three. This is Morty Shalman, and you are listening
1: to the Lou Laudini Rock and Roll Circus.
0: Uh, it's no. Let's do it again. It's the Lou Rock and Roll Circus.
1: All right, I'm going to write it down. I'm just—I'm so buzzed Houdini after the interview, like, man. Like I got to get
0: my head together. The Ludini <laughs>
1: Rock and Roll yeah,
0: Circus. It's like Houdini, but it's Ludini because my name's Lou.
1: Got it. The Ludini Rock. Got and
0: it. I I'll, count, I'll count you in again. Ready? Uh, okay. Five, four, three.
1: This is Morty Salmon and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful, totally just, just like an LA pro guy, you know, like you know, Thanks, like nailed it. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, brother. I appreciate oh, it. I hope I can problem. see. Hey, you. I hope, yeah. Yes. I, hope, I hope we can meet up maybe when I'm out, heading out on the on the East Coast.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be awesome. Uh, real quick, before you roll out of here, just in mm-hmm. case something gets crossed in the wires, what's a good email address, uh, direct email address for you?
1: Uh, yeah, email me at Flying F L Y,
0: I N G, L Y,
1: yeah. Flying. That Frank, flying bed, all one. Bed. Flying bed music. Flying bed music. Music
0: at Gina. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Okay, and then we will send the podcast once we have it all processed and everything. A Week or so, maybe two weeks or so,
1: okay. maybe
0: three uh, at the most, and uh, we'll send that to you and your and Melissa too. Okay, so you okay, chat.
1: fantastic. That's great, man. Thank you
0: so much. All right, man. Well, you have a great rest of the day, and we'll be in touch. You too. All right.
1: Take Thanks care. so much, Lou. Take care. Right. Bye. With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that.
1: It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and
0: start getting lucky.